Hey everyone, this is Brendan from the future. I'm here editing this show the day later and realizing that there was some major audio issues that we thought we rectified the night of recording, but it looks like it actually ruined most of the episode, unfortunately. So I tried to go through and save what I could. Unfortunately, there's a lot of weird gaps in, in dropped conversation at the beginning half, and then the whole second half of the episode is pretty much just completely destroyed. So this is going to end in a really weird spot. You may notice some weird things in the beginning or throughout the episode, um, so just be aware that there were some major audio issues. I tried to save what I could just so that way we didn't completely throw away the whole conversation. Um, but the stuff that we did talk about on the second half that's just not available in this episode, we will most likely revisit that conversation next week or on a future episode of the show. So again, Brendan from the future, enjoy this very weird, very short, very not great episode of the Pest Controller Podcast. Uh, that <clears throat> it's potentially finally over i mean sort of this is gonna be even if it's called it's gonna get dragged out for like at least a couple more weeks i think yeah i i I think todd's right i think he's gonna drag it out for the rest of his 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 term here i think it's gonna be we're gonna see him do fucked up shit he's gonna like release people uh he's gonna like fire people he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants and like he's gonna be fine if he's firing people anyone that's under his command is fucking trash anyway like go ahead fire all your people i don't think anyone's gonna care about that he'll probably Uh, fire fauci in the next but fauci will be working with biden so it doesn't even yeah he'll just and then biden will just hire him so sure um it's uh yeah i don't know it's it's a definitely an interesting situation Rounding us out on this lovely Saturday evening is the former Overwatch fiend, Mr. Action Bang Bang Shoot 'em Up, Todd Gary. Shit's getting scary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I thought you were going to say the Oculus fiend. I thought you were going to. Oh shit! We get it. I should probably. <laughs> I should probably update. It. He's the popular. The population one poppy. <laughs> <laughs> the population one poppy, Todd Gary. Yes, shit's getting scary. I'm just going to add that. As this now, so <laughs> um, so I guess that's how that's how Todd's doing. Todd's already his just mind is on VR. He can't even focus on the show right now because he's Mr. VR. Right now. He's fucking Mr. VR. It's it's the Oculus light is flashing in his face. <laughs> so I guess we'll 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 steam right along into tonight's topic, so we can we can keep this a tight episode, so Todd can drop back at the cemetery. A uh, couple of housekeeping things before we roll into tonight's topics. This episode of the Pass Controller Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and you need to get yourself something delicious, something sweet, something hot and fresh out of the oven, Goodnight Fatty has got you covered. You can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a rotating display of delicious cookies. And if you're like me and you're still trying to social distance and wear a mask and avoid people as much as possible, You can just get it delivered right to your door. They'll drop it at your doorstep, in your driveway, in your mailbox, on top of your car, wherever you need it to be. They'll bring it and put it contactless free, shoot you a nice text, let you know it's there, and you're good to go with hot, delicious, fresh cookies. We ordered cookies last night, Mike. They were here in like less than five minutes, it felt like, and they were piping hot. Like they were still fucking like gooey. Like if you picked it up, it would have broken in half. Like they were so, so fresh out of the oven it was it was ridiculous did you get this week's cookies yet mike no oh that crunch i don't know how you feel, i don't know what your, what your thoughts are on crunch berries but that crunch berry fatty is is very good yeah uh, cap and crunch is 
whatever, I guess. I feel yeah, like but... I need chocolate in there. everything I eat cookies. So, like, I don't like it if it doesn't have chocolate. I mean, they have a chocolate one this week, too. I forget what the chocolate one is, but there's a chocolate one. There's a blueberry one, and then there's uh, the crunch, crunch berries one. I, I, crunch berries is like, like Captain Crunch is one thing. Like I'll eat Captain Crunch. I mean, I, again, I haven't had cer- like any of these types of cereals in a long time. But like Crunch berries, that's a whole different fucking ball game. Like I'm, I'm all about Crunch berries back in the day. I used uh, to too. Crunch berries, like when they came out with Oops All Berries, and you could just get fucking a box of Crunch berries, Mike. It's a wrap. Fucking game over. But uh, yeah, you can head on down to them or have them come right to you. And on Sunday mornings, if you need a little pick-me-up, a little something sweet, something spicy, something savoring, they get you covered with chubbies. So make sure to check and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. And you know what? You know, you might have a little bit of water in your mouth building up because I, I do right now. I got cookies in the other room. So it's going to be a long hour, you know, thinking about those cookies that are, you know, a couple of steps away that I could be taking a big bite out of. Some more housekeeping things to get this going. The next episode of Spoiler Cast for us will be Persona 5 Royal. That'll be coming later this month. I'm so excited. So, so excited. But, uh, yeah, the, that's, that's really all I got. That's, that's what we got for housekeeping. We'll, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it lean. We'll keep it tight this week. Before we get into what we've been playing, I think uh, it's time to finally talk about October's PTC Movie Club pick, which was Grave of the Fireflies. Did you watch it, Mike? Yeah. Okay. So I know Todd watched it because Todd texted me earlier (laughs) (laughs) saying that Hereditary was a was a easier movie or something or like a, a like a less. I, it was more. It was more uplifting than this. Yeah, movie. more uplifting. <laughs> so, what, what, how did you guys feel about Grave of the Fireflies? I, I thought it was fine. I mean, it was. It's. 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 It's very depressing. It's. Uh, um, what was I going to say about it? At first, I didn't know if I liked the art style, but once I saw the mother when she was in like the wraps when she was all burned. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this arts. I thought it looked like really good then, and that's when I started like getting into it more. But, um, yeah, Todd, Todd I mean, just it's... needs a good depth to to set him on the <laughs> yeah, right path. Right. Yeah, for real, though, half the time. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, when I saw the beginning of that movie, I was like, oh, well, he's probably not really dead. <laughs> you go and watch like the rest of the movie after that, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like pretty early on, they're just like, he was like, and that was the last day that I lived. And I was like, what? Yeah, right, exactly. It was like 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Uh, For someone like you, who like normally doesn't watch anime, let alone anime movies, like, how are you feeling? It was fine. I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, it's not a movie I'd probably ever watch again. Yeah, I I definitely wouldn't watch it. There are anime movies that I have watched multiple yeah, times sure. and will watch multiple times. This is probably not one of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, like that. That's basically how I thought felt after it was like it wasn't a bad. It wasn't bad at all. Uh, it's got a hundred percent. Like I see why it has a hundred percent. I get like like the story behind it and everything. But yeah, um, yeah, it was fucking depressing. <laughs> I well, before I give my thoughts, Mike, what did what did you? And I hate the aunt. I fucking hate the aunt. Yeah, the 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 relationship died. and dynamic there was was like very depressing for me. That was like horrible. Right. Like that was probably. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of bad things that are going on in this movie, but that like that specific relationship, a lot of that was like very depressing to me. 
uh, how, how are you feeling about this, Mike? As a, as an anime connoisseur, as as some may say, the anime senpai. That yeah, was whatever. But, yeah, I mean it was fine. Wait, in, in the pantheon of like Mike anime movies, is this even make a list of any sort? Does it even crack a top twenty? Probably not. That's fine. That's fine. Doesn't need to. What do you think? What? What? what how did you feel about it? Like, is it just me? Again, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I will. I'll no, say. But I, I said going into it, I knew it was like, okay, this is like a depressing film with World War Two as the backdrop. Like, I knew going into it, I'm like, all right, these kids are going to die, so this is just going to be leading up to somebody dying. And you know, sure enough, the brother died at the beginning. So I was like, oh, all right. I did not know that was going to happen, but the rest right. of the movie. The rest of the movie, I was just thinking to myself, that little girl's ashes was, were definitely in that can, and that old man like tasted it. Yes. That's, yep. That's <laughs> what I was that was that was one of the scenes that like I like after the movie ended, I was like, wait, so that guy at the beginning drank the ashes? Like, what did he do? Um, <laughs> right. the very beginning when he was like tasted, like, hey, what do you think this is? And he like threw it, and then you saw her ghost show up. I'm like, oh, yeah, they probably yeah. put the ashes in there. <laughs> It's it's uh at least he died of malnutrition. I, I had expected like them being in the shelter and then it also getting firebombed. So I yeah, but um, you know that's uh, yeah. I didn't think the whole movie was going to be about starvation. You know, like I didn't yeah expect. I fi- I figured it was going to be more of a war movie, and then I I wasn't expecting it to be like that. So the, and that's what like I thought it was also going to be more of a war movie because I I didn't like I purposely didn't read or look too much into the movie I just have always heard that it's a really good movie, um, and for a lot of people it's like one of if not their favorite. So I I don't know like I I think the overall story was good I think that there are certain scenes that that do like a really good job of of portraying. The situation and I, and again going into it thinking that it was going to be like this heavy war movie in and it is still anticipating it being where it was like didn't know that that this type of stuff like these type of effects like cascade down to everyone when there's these large-scale wars obviously we haven't lived through a a large-scale war i mean the world wars happened long before we were alive um but i i think it's it's definitely worth that perspective of how war affects people is definitely worth uh, like learning about if that's something that you know people aren't. It's really aren't like the stuff that's never taught. Like you never exactly, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like exactly. It's like it's a dark side of war that like like it's like yeah, you know, if you look back at history. World, you know that movie takes place during World War Two. Like Japan sided with the Nazis, correct, Mike? Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, why do you have to? Why do you have to ask I, me? Did, I do don't not know that. I I'm just reassuring. I'm like, this is a history podcast. I'm just making sure I'm not speaking out of my ass. I'd rather be correct than wrong. Japan sided with the Nazis, so like, I guess historically, you'd say that like Japan was on the wrong side of that war for for you know for reasons. So right. like, Japan losing that war obviously is like. Yes, we want to defeat fascism and, 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 and the other things that are tied to what was going on during that time. Um, but at that same point, like, I don't necessarily think that, like, you know, random people living in the Japanese countryside deserve to fucking be bombed and 
starve to death and have their limbs blown off and and kids having no family and don't know where to go like that's fucking terrible you know we in the united states we've been lucky enough that like any of these large-scale wars don't have besides i guess pearl harbor don't happen on our shores like like if if a major war broke out again and it came to the united states like we probably would be in a terrible position because we're next to new york and i feel like they would probably target new england like New York, this area. So maybe not, you know, Massachusetts directly, but I feel like that would still affect us in a major way if they bombed New York or something. Um, Which they sort of did, but well. Well, yes, but if someone dropped like a fucking atom bomb or a nuclear bomb over here, I think that would not, I think that would affect us in Massachusetts if it got dropped in New York. I don't know the radius and shit like that, but. Am I speaking out of turn? Before I forget what it is. No, you probably like it depends on winds and everything, and like. D- but it like, doesn't like doesn't like the current, uh, like radius of like an atom bomb. Isn't it like the size of Texas? I don't think so. No, I think it's only like a. I, I think it's only think like so. a mile. If that were true, like then a... then Japan would not exist. Yeah, I think it's. I really think it's. Well, only a current. Mile. I'm assuming that they've like. They've like the blast there, radius there. There. It, that atom bomb technology, and they're like, yeah, let's make that blast radius a little bit bigger. Are atom bombs and nuclear bombs the same thing? I don't know, Mike. I believe so, right? I think so, right? You, I believe so, too, and you keep asking me these weird questions. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike, welcome to the... I, uh, I, think you're, I think you're intelligent, and not to say Todd is not intelligent, but I know <laughs> I am not intelligent. That's why I'm asking you. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. To, to get it back on track, I, I thought it was a good movie. I... Wasn't my favorite. I'm 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 personally let down because I think it was so hyped up for me for me personally. Um, but I'm glad I watched it. It's been a movie I've wanted to watch for a while. Um, so yeah, there's that. So if you if you're listening and you watched along and you watched that movie, if you have thoughts, feel free to join our Discord and talk about it, or at me on Twitter and let me know what you thought. So before we get into the main topic of tonight, uh, have you guys been playing anything other than other than the, the whoa, normal whoa, stuff? Do we pick? Are we picking the next movie? I was trying to scoot by it. I was trying to end <laughs> this. I was trying to end this whole thing. And well, I, I already have like a list. Maybe I'll let you guys pick from a list if that makes it easier for you. I mean, I, I'm. Do you fine want me with, to pick it? I, I'm. I'm fine. I, I say I'm fine with whatever hesitating because like i i don't want to sit through a hereditary type movie again um, um there's one that i'm really leaning towards that it's not like a horror movie but it's kind of a horror movie in a weird way i mean oh i guess my god why are you it's doing not a this horror movie, though. it's not a horror movie but there's a couple like i mean damn i don't know have you ever heard of midsummer i'm definitely not watching that movie <laughs> no i wouldn't i wouldn't make you guys watch it it's too long and you wouldn't want to see that because um, the movie I want to have you guys watch is on Netflix right now, so it just makes it easier too. Because I don't know about the other ones; I haven't checked the other ones. Um, probably hide and seek's definitely not on anything right now. Shit, but the fuck, that sounds like a horror movie. Why are you picking these movies? Hide and seek. Yeah, it 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 it's, it's a comedy. It's it's like uh the. It seems like it's a dark that, comedy. It seems like it, it's, it's a dark basically movie. a comedy. It's um. What's the movie that with uh, Josh Whedon did? Cabin in the Woods. 
Yes, that same style. Like you're, you're more like it's more of like a comedy than anything. Basically, but, um, a, a woman, a couple's getting married, and like the the fiance, the husband's uh, family plays a game of hide and seek where she's running around the house and they're trying to kill her. She has to survive, the... basically. Yes, it's a family yeah, hunting. None of this family sounds people. fun. This does not sound like a movie I want to sit through. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a. Uh... It's it's that movie's really good. I'm probably not picking that movie, but that movie like you'd probably be happy that I picked that movie, and I think you'd really enjoy it uh, quite a bit. Actually, I think everyone I talked to who's seen that movie has like loved that movie. Yeah, but didn't Todd also think we were gonna enjoy Hereditary, Mike? No, I did not think you were gonna enjoy that at all. No, I think <laughs> Todd. I think Todd specifically chose Hereditary because it was way. But it's like one of my favorite so. movies ever. So like, like, I'd want more people to see something that, okay. like, you know, so that's one of my before before you say anything about movies. So for new listeners, we've been we've been piloting PTC Movie Club, which every month one of us picks a movie. It started with Todd. He picked Hereditary. Then Mike picked a random Mission Impossible movie for, again, some <laughs> reason I don't understand. And I like then it. I picked going that way. for October uh, Graves of Fireflies. So we are technically at the reset of the rotation as it's November. What if since this is still a new pilot program, what if we switched it to, we put up a poll on Twitter and each of us picks one movie, we put it in the poll and whatever gets the most votes, that's the movie. Kind of like that. Um, but I still want my pick. <laughs> well, let's table that, but let's maybe use that as like a future, no, I think that's future a way idea. of doing it. What, 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 are, what is your pick or your picks? But I feel uh, my picks, I have a bunch, but uh, Green Room was the one I was probably um, leaning to the most. Isn't it like a super violent movie? Uh, Isn't that like the one about Nazis and stuff? Yeah, it's like the, the these punk rock dudes in a band, they go to a concert. I mean, they have a concert at like a KKK place. It's, but like, uh, it's for, going with the like, times. Do right these now. movies make sense for our audience? Yes, absolutely. I think they're all great right. movies. They're like, I think they're just good movies that people should watch. Um, I mean, all walks of life. It all depends. It was that. It was Hide and Seek, uh, Prisoners, and Sicario. I mean, are you asking Mike and I to pick from these? Why don't you put those lists of those movies up and see what people pick on that? I'm actually curious. Well, we can do what you said and just do fucking... Or we could do it that way. We could do we could do it both ways. We could do it for each month. Like for for November, Todd picks his four movies. We put it up as a poll, and whichever one of those movies gets picked, that's the one we watch. That's cool too. I mean, yeah, just to get people engaged, you know. What do you what do you think, Mike? Dad, I don't care anymore. Do you cool. Mike, do you want to leave this potentially up to the people? Or do you want to just have a a, a, a hard a hard, uh, a hard pick here on what the movie is. Uh, I believe either way, I would be disappointed. <laughs> you think I you'd be disappointed by all of Todd's picks? I, I believe either way. What I, what I realized watching the movie, watching Grave of the Fireflies, what I remembered actually is that typically, if I'm told to watch something that I was not planning to watch, I'm never going to get a lot of uh, pleasure out of it. Oh, really? Like I'm being forced to do it. So like I'm on some level, like even if I like, I'm like, I didn't really want to spend my time with this piece of media. So it doesn't ultimately matter. 
Like they're all they're all working off of that handicap right now, no matter who picks. So even when you pick the movie, Mike, it still works off that handicap. I said if I did not want to watch it. So for instance, if I were to pick the movie next, and I actually picked from like the list of movies that I was planning to watch at some point, then it it wouldn't apply because like I planned to watch that movie. Like, was was MI six was MI six in that no. list? No, I'd already seen that movie. <laughs> Why'd you pick it? Oh, I don't know. I don't really care. Oh, I I kind of like the idea of leaving it up to the people and seeing if uh, that gets more engagement out of it. Yeah, if I you're agree. fine with that, Todd, because it's your pick. It's your pick. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cool with. I'll give you four. Let me think of what I mean. So yeah, this is what we'll do. do that what we'll do. We what won't announce the pick tonight. You give me four picks later tonight. Yeah. And I'll tweet it on the past controller account, the four picks. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And then, you know, when that poll ends, that's the movie for the month of November. All right. We'll try that out. See what see what hard interesting. I I've never played any of the Metro games. Are they like they're not scary, but they're like are wait, are they scary? They're not scary, are they? Uh, this one's kinda like it's I don't find it scary, but you're like you're basically like these Russian dudes and like the undergrounds, like mining carts and everything. And there's a bunch of these like you fight humans and monsters, you kinda go back and forth fighting them, but they're they're like giant like rats and shit and like these birds that fly. Uh, it's good though. Yeah. It's fun. I think I think at least one of them is on Game Pass. I'll check it out if it's still there. It might be the um, For me it's pretty much been I've actually played very little games this week just because I've had a lot of personal stuff going on. Um, but Kingdom Hearts, when I've had the ability to play anything. So I've gotten a little bit further in there. And I, again, I like the story. I like where it's going. I like what's going on. It's a very old game. So like I know the combat so and stuff is a little bit outdated. But the the place that I'm at now has more platforming, and the platforming is really outdated. It's not good. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, the jumping's terrible in that game. Yeah, it's, it's like not. It's jump. not great. Uh, oh, a friend of the show, Cam, who's like a big Kingdom Hearts person, he says that like one is rough, but two still ages pretty well. So I'm like, I just gotta stomach through the the bad controls of one to get to to two, and then I think I'm, I'm assuming if two holds up, then two forward should be fine. Um, but I'm enjoying it. it it's kind of, it's kind of been a bounce between that Dragon Quest 11 S and then just VR pretty much for the most part at the moment. Um, I feel like we've been spending a lot of time in venues, which oh, yeah, I was just going to say that too. Yeah. yeah. I'm in there daily now. Yeah. Todd's like all about venues. We, we speak about venues a little bit so that people know what the yeah, fuck we're so talking it's about. A, uh, it's basically a beta right now. Um, but what it is, it's kind of like a social experiment where there's a, uh, a big, room where everyone meets in and then within that room there's four separate theaters of stuff going on whether it's like a ice climbing but it's like you're it's like you're in a movie theater with other people watching it um but yeah i mean i've met like a bunch of cool people on it i've had a really good time with it uh everyone's i'm telling you vr the the the, the year of no toxicity on uh, gaming you know and it's like the most like stress-free like console i've ever used even playing like you think you'd get yelled at in population one. I don't, I never get a, a negative teammate and I've played a lot of matches. Yeah. Um, no, you've played a lot. But yeah, no, but I, yeah I, though, I'd agree with you that like the, the, the amount of like toxicity or like, you know, people being like, you know, saying racist stuff or whatever, like that you would expect in just any other multiplayer game. 
I feel like that 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 amount of of interaction has been like little to none so far, and it could just be because you know VR is 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 kind of is kind of like if I have an Xbox in my house and I'm you know a dad or something and I have kids like anyone can just hop in and fucking play Xbox or, or something where like VR, maybe that's not just like readily available for just anyone to hop in. Who's, you know, maybe immature or, you know, shouldn't be playing talking to strangers online. I don't know. Who knows? I, I hate, I pretty much don't use my microphone when I'm playing games without like us. Like I just like, I have yeah. it on, but I don't actually talk. And if people are just being toxic, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to mute this whole game and play without play with, play without talking to anyone. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you that that it's been pretty pretty little to no toxicity in in most of the stuff we've been playing. Where population one would be the game that I would expect, yeah, right, like people to be saying stuff. And I, I've heard stuff, but it's very very like few and far between compared to like if I hopped in a match of Call of Duty tonight, I feel like it would be nothing but that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, ven- venues is interesting. I still don't know how I feel about it. I-, I I like the idea of like us hanging out in that virtual space. I still get like confused about hanging out in that space with strangers. Like that's the part that's like. And remember when that lady called you stupid? <laughs> she did. <laughs> uh, I it's like I just I don't know how to like deal with that. And then like I I made the dumb joke about like Gallagher, and then some random dude was like you know, making fun of me for that. I'm like, in like a funny way, not like, like a a harmful way. I wasn't like offended by whatever this guy was saying to me. Yeah. I don't think he was being rude, but it's just like, I don't, I don't know how to like, this is not how normal online interactions are for me. Like normally it's like, get on the fucking payload. You idiot. What the fuck? Get off of Pharaoh. You don't know what you're doing, bro. Like that, that's what an online interaction is to me or, you know, with more racial slurs or something or, or saying like, you know, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, homophobic slurs or something um how do you feel about venues mike because you you popped in there with us um it's it's very interesting it's interesting and it's it's definitely very i think you can make the argument that pandemic lockdown lifestyle has made that a lot more appealing yes absolutely um, it, the, it's I, and, where like it allows people to basically socialize with others without yeah. being their home, and it's a lot more immersive than hopping into I don't know, I like a Discord chat or something. Discord chat or like um, trying to think of something similar. I don't know how Second Life works or something along those lines. Yeah, other games like that. So in that regard, it's kind of cool. The the shows that we've seen so far have been eh, kind of whatever. Yeah. Kind of whatever. But like that person said, maybe those comedy shows are more our speed. <laughs> yeah. Well, w- to be fair, the, that the, girl was the, great. She was hilarious. The, I know. <laughs> if there was just like a room full of cats, I would go in there. Like if it was just a cat town. Yeah. I'd, well, I'd go to that. Where yeah. we're trying to figure out how to actually group up and what, me and I forget which one of you ended up in a lobby. By it was ourselves. me and you. Yeah. Was nobody else there. We oh, the bu- no, person. the lobby by ourselves was me. My lobby was empty every time you joined me. Okay. Yeah. 
which was you guys had no problem grouping up but i couldn't join you for some reason and then when mike finally got to me it was like no one was in there it's usually the last thing i go on at night when i when i'm playing vr and i'll just pop in and honestly i've gone in at like 12 to 1 ish times and it's like bumping that whole area is full like every room has like 13 to 15 people in it it's it's crazy i'll play i'll play some venues tonight actually i should probably plug in my headset um i i kind of wish mike cared about poker because i feel like right poker stars is a very relaxing vr experience mike and i feel like at least one one of the times that me and todd played we got at a good table where it was like for the most part like a good conversation um and i like desperately want that again because the night the other night when todd and i tried to play it was like i don't know the conversation at the table was not a conversation i wanted to be a part of i was like yeah right. i don't know I'm going to find somewhere else to be. One of the ladies was like in her sixties. <laughs> it's like, damn, yeah. yeah, good for her. Yeah. It's, it's, it, especially in, on poker. That's where I feel like I find the very, very, like I find people in poker stars VR that I'm like, you have a VR. I'm very confused as to why you have a VR. <laughs> like I, right. I'm, I'm very confused by this, um, which is fine. That's great. Like I'm, I'm happy that some, you know, old lady is, is, is playing poker VR, but it's also like, you are savvy enough to to do this <laughs> or like your grandkids bought you a oculus quest or something i don't know no. anyways what were you gonna say mike i said who knows that's it who knows indeed so the 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 crux of this episode the main topic is i felt like it was it was uh it actually dawned on me today as i was like what should we talk about tonight and uh i was like you know what it it probably makes sense to do like a like a recap on our thoughts of current crunch. gen. Yeah, on crunch. Fuck you, Todd. <laughs> uh, on on current gen since <clears throat> excuse me. Since uh the Xbox Series X comes out next week. Does PlayStation come out next week or does it come out the week after? Uh I feel like it comes out Friday, maybe. So Xbox just... is Tuesday and PlayStation is Friday? Don't quote me on that, but it's something like that, I think. That's what I wasn't sure if PlayStation was Friday or if it was the week after. God um, knows when I'm getting my Xbox. Let's see. PlayStation 5 release date, November 12th. Is that oh. next Friday? No, that's because um, Xbox is the 11th. 12th so, is the um, Or no, Xbox is the 10th. I'm sorry. So it's, yeah, Thursday. Weird. Random. Um, Xbox Series X release. Xbox is definitely Tuesday, the 10th. Yeah. Sucks. Um... So yeah, so I feel like it, it makes sense with uh, the new consoles on the horizon to kind of talk about the Xbox One and the and the PlayStation 4. Nintendo, I'm deciding to, and I hate doing this because I hate when like, you know, these types of conversations get brought up anywhere else or on the bigger bigger websites and, and bigger podcasts and stuff. And they, and they talk about consoles. Yeah, they don't have a seat at the big boy table, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 usually exclude Nintendo because I mean at the current point Nintendo is kind of in a weird space where they they're like the Wii U is technically the same generation as Xbox One and PlayStation Four, but the Switch came out so just in case there is some audio issues on our end. 
I am going to uh, preface this part with there was an issue with our audio, so we had to stop the recording and restart it. So in case there's a, a, a lapse in the conversation flow of what we're talking about, that is why we are moving forward with uh, whatever it is I'm saying right now. Uh, you were talking about Nintendo and how they they don't yeah. belong at the t- how they don't belong at the table. <laughs> the fuck up, Todd. I I just think that uh, it's it's Nintendo. I'm sorry, uh, Microsoft and Sony are always kind of pushing to be the 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 best piece of hardware, and Nintendo's more of we're gonna do our own thing. Yeah, we're not gonna put out like a super underperforming console power wise, but you know they're also not putting out this 4K, you know, 60 FPS. 120 FPS machine uh, for those types of reasons. They're, they're always creating the, the games that they Nintendo games, games that are made specifically for Nintendo platforms do a really good job for the most part of utilizing the hardware of Nintendo, whether it's the, the, the you know quote unquote gimmicky controls if it's a Wii remote if it's a touchpad if it's a touchscreen whatever it may be or whether it's just hey you know this is you know technically a not super powerful console but we're still going to put a game like Breath of the Wild out that you know doesn't really make sense sometimes with how small that file size is for the game to install and how beautiful the game is and how little loading there is and all this stuff but to get to the main point is we got the new consoles coming next week. So I thought it was only right that we spent some time tonight to talk about current gen, which is soon to be last gen. So to start it off, I'll just go through some some you know figures, some stats, some some history here for the two consoles. So the Xbox One launched on November 22nd, 2013 for 499. The One S launched on August second, twenty sixteen, and the One X launched November second, November seventh, twenty seventeen. The PlayStation Four came out November fifteenth, two thousand thirteen, so it came out a little bit before the Xbox, about a week before the Xbox. But I think a big factor into uh, the PlayStation 4's success over the Xbox, which we'll get to the sales, you know, at some point, was the PlayStation Four was three ninety nine. And the Xbox One was four ninety nine at launch, and that I think is a big, 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 big uh, driving factor in ultimately what what tipped the scales in Sony's favor. They also had some console iterations. The PlayStation Four Slim came out in September fifteenth, twenty sixteen, and the PS Four Pro came out on November tenth, twenty sixteen. The main thing to look at there is that the One S and the Slim which are very similar in what they are um, for those two platforms, came out in the same year around the same time. The PS4 Pro came out a year before the One X. So the One X is, until we get new consoles next week, the most powerful you know, non-PC gaming console. So you know, a lot of third-party games, obviously Microsoft first-party games, but a lot of third-party games are optimized and run better and play better and look better on the One X, but that was ultimately not enough to sway people to to jump ship, you know, uh, four years into the into the life cycle. 
of these of these consoles. I will say that looking back at it, I don't know. I, I don't know about the, the two of you, but so for me, I got an Xbox One at launch. I got a day one Xbox. I pre-ordered it. I have the controller still that says day one 2013. Um, I don't have my day one xbox anymore because i have a a project scorpio series at uh xbox one x so i had no reason to keep my my day one console but i didn't get a ps4 until god of war came out which actually what year did uh god of war come out 2017 sounds about right Hey everyone, it's me, Brendan. So this episode of the podcast had some major, major audio issues, and we unfortunately, we had to lose some chunks in between uh, on the episode, but we also lost pretty much the entirety of the back half of this episode, which was us talking about the uh, Xbox One and PS4 generation and kind of going over, you know, the stats, the facts, and how we felt about that stuff. There's, as of right now, no way for me to save that audio. I'm spending a lot of my time today trying to figure out if there is a way to save it because it was a good conversation. Um, But as it stands right now, this is going to be episode 228. If I'm able to save that other part of the audio, I will upload it later as a part two to this episode. But again, as it stands right now, unfortunately, this looks like this is all that can be salvaged. Um, With that being said... Uh, we'll probably revisit at least some of that conversation on the next episode, just because I, I do think it's worth pointing out. I do think it's worth talking about. And I, again, I, I think I think we all had some decent things to say there. So I, I do want to revisit that conversation at some point. But again, unfortunately, to your dismay, to my, my uh, dismay as well, we lost that episode, unfortunately. <clears throat> as always, you can find all of our stuff at pastcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, and want to help support the show, easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to share us on social media. Find us uh, you know, on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe and let a friend know. Leave us a review if you can. Reviews actually help us very, very, very much. So any reviews you can leave on Apple Podcasts or elsewhere are very beneficial to us. If you have a few bucks kicking around and you want to help support us, you can find us uh, at pastthecontroller.threadless.com, getting yourself a shirt or, or a sweater or something else, going to patreon.com slash pastthecontroller and becoming a patron, or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. As always, you can find me at groom. you can find Mike at underscore mycopath, and you can find Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. And again, really, really sorry, because this was a good episode. I was looking forward to this conversation, and uh, I was looking forward to sharing it with you. But unfortunately, this is where we're at these things happen and uh you know we try to mitigate any types of issues like this in in the in the long long time we've been doing this show so unfortunately you know things happen from time to time so again thank you for listening to this very odd episode hope you enjoy it for what's there and we will see you next week thanks